Hi, guys. Welcome to the After Show for Rebel, Episode 4, titled Black Not Blue. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. was already hella mad before this mess. All you ever think about is yourself. I'd be careful about biting the hand of the people who feed you. I heard what happened out in the field. It's hard for me to look out for people when I don't know what to expect. You admit you were trying to cause harm to a fellow officer. I know when right is right. Y'all might think I betrayed you or the badge, but let me set y'all straight on something. We ain't family. This is a job. Allegiance to badges. I pledge allegiance to Rebel. Yeah. It is. That's, yeah. that's the trailer. Right. Yes. That was amazing. Um, well, let's just get right into it. My name is Ava Hill, and you can find me on Instagram at the Ava Hill. And to my left. Hey, guys. My name is TK Trinidad. You can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. And we also have the live chat going. And oh, some shafts. Okay. Oh. All right. Makes sense. Okay. She's, yeah. she's like the female shaft. Yeah. Shaft background. I like this. Yeah. yeah like this is like classic right here. And we have the live chat going. And also, oh, and the lights. lights. There you go. Um, and also, all the comments, you can uh, hit us up with comments on iTunes and YouTube. Hey, what's up, guys? You can hit me up on Twitter, on Instagram, at D'Angelo. It's at D'Angelo TV. And then on Twitter, and at D'Angelo on Instagram. But we got some special guests. Yes, today. we do. Um, I want to welcome to the show Dallas Jackson and Amani Walker. Yes. Amani, you are the creator and co-producer of Rebel. And Dallas, you are the executive producer. Um, thank you for coming on the show. We're thank so, you for having us. We're so excited to have you. Um, I guess let's just get right into it. Yeah. Do you guys have any, do you want to start with questions for them first yeah, or get, get into questions. the episode yeah, itself or, yeah, awesome. All let's right. get into it. So, Amani, you're the one who, like, created the, the show. Is there anything that kind of, from your life or something that you've seen um, in somebody else's life that brought up the character of Rebel? I wanted to create a show starring a black woman, um, an empowered black woman. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think that we all, as human beings or as people, may find ourselves voiceless, voiceless in a situation, especially when we're up against authority. So I wanted mm-hmm. to create somebody who just wasn't afraid to just say what, you know, do, who's unfiltered and just ready to take down anybody. So mm-hmm. she was like me, but a 2.0 version of me, like the okay. version of myself that I can never be, that right. I could put her, well, you know, that, you know, I was raised not to be, but I could put that on paper and just kind of bring that character to life. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. how she came about. One and th- how, oh, go ahead. Oh, one thing I have just been in a couple of episodes and um, in now, seeing like the setting is the bay. Like, why was that kind of the pinpointed area of all places to kind of have the the main setting of this uh, show? Well, originally when I originally wrote it, uh, it was taking place in South LA. So the bay that was a John Singleton thing. I think that we haven't really had any sh- uh, any TV shows that explored the bay area. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, you know, we've done South LA, we've done South LA, so let's put it in a, in a fresh environment. Yeah. So that's how the Oakland. If you could bring your mic uh, a little bit closer to, I can't hear you a little bit, just okay. so our, our viewers can hear you. Oh as yes, well. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, it was just a fresh um, geographical place. So. 
for it to be. And how long did that process take creating Rebel, and how did you and John Singleton connect? So uh, I wrote the script back in like 2013. Dallas met John at an Oscar party, so he can tell you more about that. So after oh. the script was finished, he just so happened to meet John. So it just kind of, you know, worked Worked out. out. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I, well, um, there's a little bit more of a backstory with the script, but we'll just jump off from there. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 Amani had um, – I'm a writer. Amani's a writer. I had helped um, with her selling a couple other things before at, with before. me as a producer and her as the writer. And um, she had Sorry, some... we got some extra voices in the background. I don't want our audience to like, be a little confused uh, if they can hear that. Engineer, I can, please. I can, I can hear it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just um, I'm not sure they if they can hear. hear yeah. I'm not sure if they're paying. Can they hear us? It's gone. Cool. Oh, it's perfect. Sorry. Okay, awesome. Somebody yeah, yeah, yeah. got fired. <laughs> somebody, somebody just got yelled at. That's all. Uh, well, so the 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 whole thing of it was, this was something that she, I thought was special that she had written. She had written a couple things before. We had sold them uh, one to ABC Family and another one to uh, Stars, and this was different um, in that if you look at and we had this conversation. If you looked at what was going on in 2013 with Scandal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that being like the night where, I don't know about you, D'Angelo, but y'all <laughs> be like, we ain't doing nothing tonight. We watching Scandal. Mm-hmm. This is what we're tweeting about this mm-hmm. week. Nah, no dates tonight. This is girls night, whatever. There was something interesting about that initial Scandal release. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so Amani and I had had a conversation and, and it was about how do we take advantage of that? Because that opened a door for, in my opinion, more things to come. Mm. This was before empire. Mm. This was before power, Mm -hmm. you know, scandal kind of, you know, this was before how to get away with murder. Scandal was kind of like at the forefront of something. And so the things that she had worked on before, because of the marketplace didn't necessarily have uh, a woman of color in the front. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, now's your chance to do that. And so she had came back to me with this script. I thought it was really good. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm always tough on stuff. Um, and because she is my wife, I'm going to be extra tough because. Yeah, it's not yeah, it's not like, oh, this is great. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I don't get down like that because <laughs> because somebody's going to be looking at me like, oh, right. you, you, right. this is your wife. You beamed her up. So. For me, I'm extra tough because it's got to stand on its own right. without me. So she gave me the script, and I thought it was good, and we went through a couple more drafts. And um, I went to an Oscar party that um, Barry Gordy was hosting for The Butler for Lee Daniels. Oh, nice. And um, no, there, I wasn't invited. There was, there, <laughs> I actually, yeah. Well, I, I was a guest of of Leon Isaac Kennedy. Y'all might be too young for Leon Isaac, but Leon Isaac Kennedy starred in the penitentiary movies back okay. in the day. So he he took me to this party, and uh, there was some incredible people there. You know Barry Gordy, who I I, I already met Mr. Gordy, but um, like Sharon Stone and all these people, and John was there. And Leon Isaac was like, "Oh, you guys don't know each other. You should, you should know each other. Just brothers in the industry." Right. And we ended up talking, and it, it was like, like, 
an older, younger brother kind of thing. Just instant, like, surprise we had never hung out before. Mm. And then we hung out later on. I went with him to another Oscar party because it was like Oscar weekend. So we went to the Weinstein party. Wow. Yeah. This is why he's going to Miami right now. She's going to Miami to get away. This is all in the same. This is all the same afternoon. Y'all, we can hang now. The Weinstein party? I mean, come on. We people's now. I wasn't invited. But this was all in the same afternoon. Jeez Louise. Yeah, so we left there, went there. And and there, like I said, we just like it was like bonded, and so I waited a couple of days because he was like, "Let's find something to work on." And um, I told Imani, you know, I'm, I'm going to talk to John about Rebel, and um, I waited a couple of days, and you know, I said, "Look, I want to come talk to you about something specific, business wise." And he's like, "Yeah, come meet me on the boat." And he he lives on his boat in the marina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he loves his he yeah. loves his boat. And right. He, yeah. Oh, you been to the boat? Oh, no. oh. <laughs> hey. conversation because you know he has some things on the boat um, I, mean, I mean john i would love to go on the boat yeah we could hook that up we okay. can make that up and i went to the boat and we and i pitched him her script and he was like man you know first of all he's like cleopatra jones is like my favorite movie and shaft, shaft which is why shaft. we did and um shaft. and so it. he read it <laughs> He dug it, and from there, um, I helped put together the pieces to to kind of facilitate it. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I didn't want I didn't want to, to rely on him to go make it happen. I wanted him to be involved creatively, mm. and then I went and and did like the rest of. I the... did the work. I okay. went. Yeah, and so you know, we made sure that the integrity of the script was always maintained, and that. We and then we entered into a development situation with Marvista Entertainment, and that led to us going to BET, where I had a relationship with the head of programming, uh, Zola Marshariki. That's interesting. So, yeah. what what about like I, I'm I'm assuming this isn't your first you guys' first time collabing, more or less. But like, what is that like to have that yeah, dynamic in your, in your writing and your, in, in your yeah. relationship? Yeah. <laughs> uh oh. <Uh-oh. laughs> no, let her answer first. <laughs> No, he's very encouraging, I, and he's very. I've been just a cheerleader from the start, like from the Aww. very first thing that I wrote. You know, I told him that I wanted to. Uh, I was like, you know, I want to write for TV. Like, I was, I was had a very specific goal about my writing career, and I wanted to create. Like, I, you know, and I know you go. Most writers, they go, you know, they staff write, and that's fine. Right. But I'm like, I want to do my own thing. Yeah. And he's like, it's going to be harder for you. It's going to take longer. I'm down for the challenge. I saw. I had a specific vision, and so he's like, you know what? Write a. He said, write a screenplay first. And so I came to him with the idea, and he's like, this, it's a good idea. He's like, I, if you uh, write it, I guarantee you can sell it. I'm like, okay. And he kept saying, did you write it yet? Did you write it? No, 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 did you write it? So he pushes me, you know, to do it. Even with with, um, with Rebel, everything that I sold prior to that, he brought up my, they were comedies. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, you should write a drama. And we were talking about it. You know, with Scandal, he's like, what Scandal doing, what Scandal is doing, it opens the door for mm-hmm. a strong black female lead. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, my comedies are like 30 pages. You're trying to push me to write 60 pages. And so it it, it Don't helps. be lazy. <laughs> don't be lazy. <laughs> don't be cute. <laughs> <laughs> but he stays on trend. Like, you know, I don't, I think I'm just like in the creative seat, but he stays like with the business. And, you know, and so that helps me because, you know, I'm, not, I'm just at my computer and I'm doing yeah. writing. Right. So he has made so many relationships in this business. So he, you know, it's like to see him in a room, you know, he's charming in a room, but at the same time he's smart. So he's taking the time to learn the business. And so that helped, it helps me to navigate. 
mm. um, my way through it too. So wow. I mean, yeah. and for me, I, I you look if if I don't like it, I'm not feeling it. You know, I mean, and I'm not. I don't want to be the guy that's hating, but it's just like I'm always looking at something like, can I actually go do something with this? Or and if not, I can't. You know, I'm just like I can't do nothing with that. At least I can't. Right. Maybe somebody else can. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always but try. But I've never to... given you anything whack, so that's not a conversation. Yeah. Uh-oh. I mean, Uh-oh. we've ever had, Uh-oh. We've Uh-oh. had that conversation. Well, I was Uh-oh. about to give you your props, but Uh-oh. she took them. Well, she took Uh-oh. them. Yeah, but what I... she took them. Yeah. But what what I will say is that um, there she has come in with stuff because there's a lack of female characters on TV. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, well, a, a lack of female characters that reflect real, particularly preach, black women. Preach, preach. Uh, and women of color. Um, and so she, one thing she had written that I really liked was about this Hispanic nun and um, what that looked like as a nun in an, in an urban environment, like in, a, a nun in South Central. So, um, so she does these different kind of female characters so the collaboration is fine i i i kind of look at it as there's a separation like there's the marriage part and, and then, then there's, and there's the, the business part and the two don't have to intertwine per se because you know there's just the it's just, it's a, it's a tricky but you know i'd rather okay if we're gonna go if we're gonna talk about business let's go over here and sit down and talk about business and when we're finished talking about business i'm gonna get up and go make a grilled cheese sandwich i don't want to talk about that no more uh so we've figured out a way to 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 collaborate on that and and ironically enough rebels the first tv show of mine to get made i've worked on a tv show before but i hadn't had something that i was you know the soul or one of the soul eps on um and this is her first show that's gotten made, and she's the sole creator. So nice. God well, always congratulations. God works it's it out. It's a great show. Thank you. Thank it's you a great so show. Much. I'm, I'm very proud of it. Yeah, we've you got should some be. Great, we were able to get some really good people to come work on it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Especially the cast. Um, before we get into the show, I do want to ask you, um, I know that, um, Amani, you were talking about uh, how great you are when it comes to networking and that kind of thing. So what advice would I'm you fantastic. give? fantastic. No, really. But I'm, but I'm not. <laughs> really. Even but, more but, so, well, I want to ask, what, <laughs> I guess, what if you had advice for um, someone who does want to write or someone who does want to produce or an actor who wants to get into the business, um, what advice? would you give them as far as like how to network correctly and that kind of thing and moving to LA and and that whole spill well my my journey into it is unique but I would say that the biggest thing that helped me was that I started out in the mailroom at a movie studio so I was able to learn about the business I applied for one of those jobs. <laughs> and you should keep applying. You know, like, like I tell people, you I'm know, it's cool, it's cool to, to it. it's cool to say you want to be an actor yeah. or personality. But w- if you really want to get inside, work on somebody's desk, mm-hmm. work at a low level job at a, at a network or a production company right. or a studio where you can really learn the business because being an actor, you, you're not privy to everything that's happening. Right. Right. And the thing that I, learned in that mail room was if it said classified on it or, it or or you know go read it you know if it if a script came in and they were paying 300,000 for the script make a copy for yourself go read it you know if i saw a deal memo and it said this actor was getting such and such amount such such amount 
to match his quote. I went to go find out what that quote meant, mm. what what that was about. So, I my biggest thing is is if you want to be in the business, try to get a job in the business. Yeah. Particularly if you, I mean, you all look college educated. Um, Thank if you. you have Thank your, you. Uh, yeah, a you're, you're, you're yeah. also right. Yeah, you all, you all, you all look correct. You all look very smart. Mm. You're so, correct. So, and I'm assuming your audience is as such. So, I'm saying. Use that degree to go get a job, you know, because you can always go get an acting job. I mean, it, I'm not saying it's easy, but I'm saying there's ways for you it to makes go It easier audition. once you get in that door, what is what you're saying pretty much versus like well, just. Well, I'm saying that there's more to the business than, than just, just acting. than just the glamorous part. Right, of it. Right. right. And usually the people that are on the other side of it, the executives, the writers, the producers, they're getting paid way more. Oh yeah, because they are doing something a little bit more intricate than just coming in and saying lines. Yep. You know, an actor is just, and no disrespect, to actors, because they're necessary and and you need a great actors for your product. But it's simply a product, and you have to learn how to assemble that product, get it out there, and sold, mm-hmm. i.e., your script. Or how to work on that product, which is, you know, we look at Rebel as it's a product. It's yeah. something that we created and now it's out there and it's on your shelf or in your iTunes or whatever. You can go buy it. Yeah. But it took some work to get that product right. out there. Yeah, it's a good question. That's great advice. That's question. Um, I guess we uh, let's go ahead and get into the episode. Um, there's a lot that happened in episode yes. four. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. The biggest thing that I took away, I don't know about you guys, but Rebel visiting um, Mac's mom mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. pretty, um, was pretty, it was pretty interesting because mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. she even elaborates on how she still has a relationship with Mac's mother despite what has gone on. And then Mac kind of hires her to become like an investigator for, for him. Yeah. Um, Charlotte. Yeah, so um, she, she was getting a little. She, oh, she was, was getting smiling. A little, yeah, was, she had a different type yeah. of smile. Yeah, <laughs> and right. she wasn't born old. And, and you know, I honestly, I'm gonna walk away with that advice that you are never too old. It is never too late. Right. You just, you know, it's just that's why it, they make Viagra yeah. for the old dudes. Well, it's actually, oh, it's actually at the, well, at, it's real. At, the, at the old people's home. Is that the correct? Well, the PC nursing, yeah, nursing, yeah, nursing home. Right, 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 right. Old people's home. But at the nursing home, they actually hand out condoms. And stuff yeah, like that. yeah. That, that's a thing. Like, yeah. that's, oh, that's, no, yeah. okay. Yeah. So my grandmother yeah. is not. We were actually debating on putting her in a nursing home, and she's not going. What did she stop her happy. fun? Right. And, uh, wow. Yeah, she, can't. she grown. She really grown. <laughs> well, <laughs> put it this I'm way. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Put it this way. Your grandmama gonna get some if she wants. Hey, some. You, you know what? You Honestly, I mean, not to segue to my grandmother, but I've tried to get her out dating, and she's just she's like done. She's like, listen, I'm 84. I'm done. Like, I just wanna she just wanna chill. You know, watch CNN all day. Charlotte. Charlotte's gotta show her the ropes. I know. Charlotte is, Charlotte is out here. She had candlelight. Um, mm-hmm. She had like a little candlelight situation. Of course, that was interrupted. But um, well, let me say something to, in regards to what you just brought up with with Rebel and, and Mac going to see her mother. Yeah, um, going to see his mother. I had so I had lunch today with, uh, ironically enough, with Abdul Williams. So Abdul wrote New Edition, mm-hmm. and so he we're talking about Rebel over lunch today. He's like, man, I, I mean, he. he and much love to Abdul. He's like, I love the show. And he's like, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way yeah. that Rebel's going to 
and Mac are like on have a dynamic have a dynamic but he was like but but he's like if it's rubbing me the wrong way that means I care right Right. so well me and Abdul can get along because I have the same I have the same perception so so (laughs) and Imani can talk to this too but like that is going somewhere you know like that uh, dynamic that dynamic is going somewhere but at the same time um it rubs me the wrong way too, a little bit too, because. But I know what's gonna. I know. I know what's. Which we, is. We, we, we dun know. dun dun. No, don't spoil it. So okay. No clues. But I think that 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 is an interesting decision that occurred in the writers' room right. to try to get those two back to rekindle their relationship. Yeah. Because in the pilot, it was it, they were talking about their relationship, but you never got to see. It. Like the details. Right. And if anything, it keeps the viewer engaged. Because yeah. for me, I got a little frustrated too. Because it kind of reminds me of um, Rebel's relationship with TJ as well. Mm-hmm. Because that frustrated me too. Because I'm like, either you're separated or you're... I mean, as far as TJ goes. Because he was kind of having a situation on the side. And so, you know, viewing this relationship with her and Mac... I, I don't know. What about you guys? I just don't know if I could have still kind of been there for... Yeah. How quickly? Because I feel like there's two things that got her to uh, forgive him, more or less. The the um, the flash drive that showed the video yeah. that basically proved, oh, I still remember him. Mm-hmm. And then him opening up, but up see, about why. But see, for me, why. I just... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would get even more defensive about it. That's I guess, how I feel, too. Right, yeah. because yeah. it's like... Obviously, you're showing me footage of the relationship that you have with my brother, and even still, you found it okay to shoot him. To shoot him. <laughs> yeah. So I don't really. But understand wait, 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 he didn't shoot him. He wait, 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 the action started with Mac pointing that gun at him and 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 and, and pulling the trigger. Um, so, I, f- from what you're saying, yes, I think that where they're going to go with it, you'll really enjoy. Yeah, I mean, you really have, you have to, to stay, stay engaged. Yeah. You have yeah. to. It keeps you on the edge of your seat because yeah. you're like, where is this relationship going to go? It feels like with um, Rebel because in her life as a cop or as a detective is so black and white right. that she can afford to have the relationships be more on the gray level of things. Mm-hmm. It's just like you, you don't necessarily have to cut off a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are that way and then some people are like, mm-hmm. you know, I, there's ebbs and flows in a relationship and she seems to understand that given the fact that her day job is just very cut and dry. So yeah. that it kind of made sense to me. Like, I understand where she's And maybe from. her job is, has given her... The ability to do that, because even being a cop, you have to understand that people do make mistakes. Sometimes mm-hmm. there there are mistakes that people do that cannot be undone. However, I feel like that gives you a little, it gives you as a person a little bit more empathy when it comes to someone's behavior. Do you agree or not? Yeah, well, I think, I, I feel you, but I think that another variable is that she may, he's going to be, like, she's a private investigator. She needs inside people mm-hmm. to, like, help her mm-hmm. investigate and right. get contacts. I think right. that's another layer there. I mean... It's hard to think that she's maybe like there, like. Right. But I think part of like you know they had a relationship that seems genuine, right? But also the fact that he could be a future contact, as we saw in some yeah. of the episodes, like mm-hmm. more of the episode, like that'll be another important. Yeah, well, you have to think. I think in any any phase of life, it's like if you burn, if you burn, she already told him. If she already, if you if you burn bridges, 
on your way up or down, you're going to still see those people. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't make sense for her to, like, I understand, you know, the feeling with everything that happened with her brother, but she totally cut that off. You know, there's, she still has to deal with them. She had to go to a court case that they had done before she left the the job. Mm -hmm. So it just kind of makes me, like, it just makes sense to me for her to just kind of maintain that relationship. Obviously, he's not there every night eating popcorn, right. which that would have been an issue to me. Right. But leaving the the, the doors open, it, and it hey, makes she's well, getting paid now, so yeah, well, double. He's well, paying her double. double. But here's, so. here's another way to look <laughs> at true. it too. Brand, uh, I'm sorry, I was Brandon. That's the, the the actor that plays Mac. Mac says to Rebel, "You have blood on your hands too," mm. and. If he, if she wouldn't have shot him, there's a there's a version. If she wouldn't have shot him, her her brother wouldn't have got shot because the cops would have came and saw that th- there's a br- black man on the ground. Two cops got the situation under control. Mm-hmm. No need to fire. But there's, <laughs> there's, 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 there's a little cliffhanger. Yeah. There's a little. There's something. So I'm not gonna give anything away. But, <laughs> keep keep but like hanging in right yeah, away. But, but what I'm saying is they're both they're both at fault in this situation. Right. Yeah. Although there there will be some because some Mr. revelations. Knight blames Rebel too. Like in that in the pilot, you know, he's like, This is just as much as your fault as anyone else. So right. that relationship isn't cut off too. Yeah. So it's like Man. how does she um basically reconcile these relationships? And then, you know, Mac is kinda coming at her with, you know, I've been diagnosed with PTSD. So, you know, he's slowly but surely trying to, you know, dig his way out of the cave. But you have, you got to keep watching to see. Yeah. yeah. It definitely keeps you at the edge of your seat. And it also goes into how um, in the episode it revealed that, um, I guess, police were trying to say that their body cams were turned yeah. off. Right. Yeah. Um, so what are your thoughts about that? Because obviously we see this play out in, in reality when, right. you know, there are cases that come out and, you know, oftentimes I've heard, you know, police kind of say the whole, well, the body cam was turned off or, right. you know, you can't really see what really happened. Um, how important was it for you guys to incorporate that um, into this episode? Um, well, I'll let you speak to that because she spends... Yeah, I'm, so- I'm, I'm, I'm kind of an overall guy, casting, I'm on set, all that. But she spent a good time in the writer's room, so she could kind of speak to the... I mean, we saw what, ha- what happened with Sandra Bland. When she's mm-hmm. out of the car, we see some right. part of the footage. Clearly, the footage has been manipulated. Yeah. And we argue, oh, you know, if cops wore, you know, the, the, the body cams, we would see what happens all the time. But mm-hmm. it doesn't say that that footage can't be manipulated. So right. in this case, we wanted to touch on that because, you know, yes, they have the body cams, but then we turn, oh, this is exciting, we you know, um, this will help us figure out what happened. And then you see, oh, well, they weren't turned on. So right, for right. us, it was just to, you know, to shine the light on that. Like, you know, it, it, police have an obligation to show the truth. And when these shootings happen, we don't get that truth. Right. And victims, you know, become, you know, victim. They're, they're victimized in more ways than one. It's like they're always blamed for their own death, yeah. even with a body cam, even yeah. with people, you know, um, yeah. they pull out their cell phones right. and shoot. And, you know, and especially when you're black. So when you white, it's oh he wasn't hugged enough, he wasn't loved enough. What you know, what mental condition? Right. You know, was he on you know medication? We don't get that privilege. Mm-hmm. And so when we talk about black privilege, white privilege, sometimes white people are like oh I still have student loans. White privilege isn't about wealth. It's not about finances. It's you get the benefit of the doubt. Right. We don't get the benefit of the doubt. And so that's how uh, why we brought in the the body cam. I think which, another thing that was like interesting about the dynamic of seeing that was. I know just like from I'm from DC like 
when what you part? The, uh like north like northeast southeast like area you know that area yeah i went to howard i lived in northwest oh, that's what's up so I um on, <laughs> i lived on first and t street first and w wow so i, I went I, to dc a lot no, so not, I can't really relate, no, but we, ha- we have in our moment. Yeah, 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 I know. I'll let you guys have your moment. I'll let you guys have your moment. My point is, I you you you've seen some things. Yeah. So, and my point, like, so when it comes to like street talk, like a street life, you know what I mean? Like, you're supposed to, you don't snitch on each other, you don't throw on each right. other under the bus, and you see parallels to that when it comes to in the police community, at least especially in this episode. Just the guy, uh, forget the the, the white guy who's kind of. Um, He's he about in to retire episode? in six months. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah. Captain, yeah. So Captain. He, 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 he was part of manipulating the body cam. Mm-hmm. And it's because we look out for our own. We don't snitch on our own. You know right. what I mean? Well, so, they, I mean, it's right. like, you know, they will say, oh, the community, if you guys, you know, drop this stop snitching policy. But they're the biggest. Right. But see, that, and that's and, what I'm saying. And for yeah. me, that, that's just, it's so nerve-wracking because we depend on these people to, to do their job with honesty. Right. And we trust these people. And so, to me, I just feel like there's no room to cover up mistake or you know to cover up huge mistakes like that when there's a death involved and it's kind of sad that society has come to this um i feel like we don't take death seriously anymore i I feel like we don't really yeah like there's no empathy it's kind of like yeah well he died like okay well he shouldn't have been doing this two days ago or and it's like we we have we feel like we're entitled to take someone's life and then have excuses for why we did it and it's scary because we i we just I don't. It's just not right to do, and it's just it's it's scary. Yeah. Well, that, that's the, well, here's, happening. <laughs> yeah, the, the, when when we open up episode four, mm-hmm. um, Rebel is being questioned by another detective because April Summerdale has been killed. Right. Mm-hmm. So whoever killed her felt like she broke some code or did right. something. Right. That warranted her to be to be killed, mm-hmm. to right. be murdered. We think so. Yeah. <laughs> was that no cliffhanger there? Was that we a got cliffhanger? No so, well, it's it, it's it's implied in the in the episode because because <laughs> Rebel he tried to buff that. Yeah, no, well, Rebel yeah, buff that. That was good. Rebel says, you know, obviously somebody murdered April Summerdale yeah. after I questioned her. Yeah. So something is going on. Right. Right. So, you know. It, it it is no mystery that the police do cover up their own yeah. uh, mistakes or their own uh, crimes. So, you know, there's there's a bigger fish here uh, than and, just and, the case itself. Well, and I think Rebel is now seeing things because she's outside of that. Yes, right. you know, she's she's outside of that bubble, and she has become. Or, and ultimately her brother, they've become victims of, of the thing that she was a part of. Right. So that's a tricky gray line, and and this show is about gray lines. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Speaking speaking of, I, I don't, we got to talk about my girl, Lauren London, because that's, that's big. Well, All right. well, I have one question. Okay. Um, well, first, first <laughs> off, because saying, we, we do have a lot of viewers, so I just want to make sure when we say police, we're not referring to all the police, just a little no, FYI. Right. Fair, yeah, I just want to make sure we just get that out there. Right, now, Rebel's not anti-police, just yeah. to be clear on that. Yeah. It's not anti-police. So, and there are good, and like particularly uh, Lieutenant Gold, who yeah. was played by Jean-Carlo Esposito, he is a by-the-book policeman. He wants to do the right thing. In mm-hmm. fact, he's trying to, now that he's slowly figuring out there's something wrong in his force, yeah. he's trying to uncover that so he can purge it from his police force. And that's how episode four opens up with him on the stand saying, right. look, I'm trying to make right yeah, that's what a has great happened. Point, yeah. And so the, 
you know, and, and even to the point where Michael T calls him a Tom mm -hmm. and he says, you don't know the battles I fight. Yeah. I fight battles that you don't even aren't like, you're not aware of. You're mm -hmm. on the outside yeah. right. and, and I'm a black man inside this system. Mm -hmm. right. So to your point, exactly. It's not all police. Um, I think what we're doing is, is, is taking this character and through her eyes, letting her see the corruption that has gotten into into the thing that she used to be a part of. Right. So, uh, Rebel is definitely, obviously, very uh, police based or heavily police based. Is there? Um, do you have almost like police consultants? We or do. do you... We do. We have a uh, sheriff. Her name is uh, Gaynell, and um, there's a former cop who does the tech. So yeah, there okay. are. Um, actual law enforcement voices that are involved. Yeah, that's awesome. Because I hate when they do, when certain shows come out and they're, you know, talking about a subject and there's, you're looking at... Or no just, credible source. Yeah, or you take yeah. the Pepsi, Pepsi commercial, for instance. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. Right. So, I got, I got yeah, you had a great well, segue, but, but get oh, on yeah, bay. Oh, yeah, I know. I had get, to, get on bay the, real when quick. You, when you said uh, uh, the gray line, uh, when we saw with... Uh, we kind of flashed back to the military scene and mm -hmm. so basically... Rebel and Lauren London's character, I forgot her name in the show, but Kim. The, Kim, yes, they had to kill the baby in order to survive whatever, you know, they could have, their death, they, they could have died, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I guess, how did y'all feel about that, like, scene? Because that, and that's pretty much the end of the episode, and I, you know, that's really controversial, but it gives us in, insight into what's going on on the other side um, when you're at war and all yeah. that type of stuff. A of, like, just I mean, moral lines, excuse me, I'm getting my words together, but just moral lines kind of blurred how did you guys feel well, about it, that for me it was re it was very interesting seeing the pt uh the ptsd kind of situation when it comes to kim and how mm -hmm. when she was um in the restaurant and she saw baby crying how that traumatized still, yeah, her even still, still. Mm -hmm. sorry my, my words are like all over the place but mm -hmm. um you know i i don't i don't have ptsd so for me to actually see that and see how something can affect you years later, months later, whatever, and, and it do it so such in a traumatized way. Yeah. It was very interesting yeah. um, to see that. And I'm I'm I wish Lauren London could be here because I would love to know her process as an actor, like what I guess what she went through to kind of uh, capture that in in an authentic way. You know, if she mm -hmm. looked up PTSD, if you know how that how that was portraying that, yeah. etc. But it was very interesting to see that. Yeah. yeah. Well I'll say two things. Uh uh, the director on that episode, Carl Seaton, did a good job of getting that out of her. He yeah. did. He was here last last week. Yeah. That was last yes. week. Yeah. Um, and the baby, they didn't kill the baby. Oh, the, to well, the baby oh, died. Okay. They didn't kill. She, Rebel told Kim to keep the baby quiet, and Kim accidentally smothered the baby mm -hmm. to right. death. Right. And Rebel says to her, "You know." You don't have to carry that around with you. Mm -hmm. We were in war, and things happen in war. Mm -hmm. um, and you were doing the job of a soldier. She says that after we which saw what happened. Which hopefully gave her peace. Right. Somewhat. Which which hopefully gave her gave some her, like, kind some of way. To, yeah, exactly. And I think that's that was the purpose of that scene, but of the scene of her talking to her afterwards. Um, but Rebel kept the secret of that. Only those two know what happened. Mm -hmm. So that's just the, just a little clarity in that. But in shooting that, that baby was not. We obviously the baby didn't die. <laughs> the, the baby. <laughs> I mean, we want to keep it real, but yeah. uh, <laughs> the baby when we were doing that scene would he was it was a baby, so he would not like just shut down on command. <laughs> so we had to 
um, shoot the scene all the way up until that, and then we went and shot another scene, and and Carl told the uh, baby's mother, "Come get me when he goes to sleep." And so when the baby went to sleep, mm. we all had to be like they crept him on set. Everybody was like, "Shh." <laughs> In fact, the shh were loud. We're like, shh, you shh, stop the shh. <laughs> you shh. Yeah. He's about to wake up. And then the babe, so they brought the baby on set, and then they shot the part of Lauren bringing him down, and the mama taking him, and the baby, and that baby was good, because he stayed asleep, so we were lo- long enough to shoot that part nice. yeah. for yeah. that effect. But also, too, um, so that scene that happened when the baby died, but that's also t- the secret that she's keeping that's um, like a source of contention between her and TJ. So yeah. that um, that was also a reason for that happen too. It's like, you know, so she's keeping secrets from TJ. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, she wants something more from him, but, you know, it all started back when the baby was dying. Mm-hmm. So it was like her concealing that pushed him apart. Mm. Man, I want to can we go over? We can't go over time. Sorry, 801. Uh, well, ask them. They ain't say nothing. Keep going. Oh, they're not? Okay, because I really, really want to touch on this, and it's the title of the episode, which is... Uh, in the episode, Renee told uh, the chief, um, you used to be black, now you're just blue. Mm-hmm. And that, that quote really stuck out to me. Um, what I would like to hear from everybody, actually, what your thoughts were on that, on that quote. Because that touches on so many things that are happening currently um, in our communities with, with that. Um, because, you know, of course, with the Black Lives Matter movement, then people started creating the blue lives and then the all lives and all that kind of stuff. So what are your thoughts on, on that statement? Because it, like, really, when he said that, I was like, mm, yeah. damn. Yeah. I think you know? it's mm. more so, it, it, the, the accusation is inherently flawed because it brings the idea that you can't do both, mm-hmm. which is the problem because he is essentially doing both, trying to represent right. both with true integrity. But if you don't come far enough to one side, come far enough to the other side and represent them, then they don't feel like they don't they're claim being represented. You, right. Yeah. And then they won't claim you. Yeah. So that's all. Short I don't know, it's just a, a frustrating thing because you have like you, you have all these parties over the last maybe two years, you know, repping for, you know, whoever and nobody's being empathetic to the other side. Yeah. At least mm-hmm. at least at least trying to understand. And that's like my biggest frustration with a lot of things that are going on. It's like, well at least try to you know, at least listen to there's me. There's no empathy. Yeah, people least, don't have empathy anymore. Yeah, at least listen to me. At least know what you know what's going on. And nobody's like, well, no, yeah. this is this is how it is, and this is what some media company told me how it is. You know, take the whole thing about Beyonce and the Super Bowl. She, they, you know, had right. this whole thing about the Black Panthers, and everybody's just spewing off the same facts that one news organization told them. When there's books, yeah. there's movies, right. there's they're they're still living. Right. That you could at least try to do, and nobody's doing that. Well, I. It's funny because they, you know, they were saying, "Well, the Black Panthers were a terrorist organization." I was like, "No, they weren't." But um, I mean, you could paint the same brush with the police. I mean, I have police in my family. Mm -hmm. My cousin uh, is a black female detective. She was one of the earlier people we talked about um, when we were in the development stages of this. Is just talking to her for stuff, um, for ideas and, and fact checking. But my, when you have family members that are police. You you see the identification with that, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know my cousin. I know her heart. I know she's not out whooping black people um, because she's black and she's there's some self hatred there, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I know she's trying to do her job, um, and I also know that she does have an allegiance to her um, her police job, police, right. her police force. So it's it's tricky, but most police go into 
the job, really genuinely wanting to make a difference. Mm -hmm. um, and somewhere along the line, some go bad because they feel like there is no other way to make a difference but to take the, the brutal route. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but sometimes there's that expe expectation of a friend whose um, brother-in-law is a cop. And when he first started, and he has to pull over a black person, oh, you know, we black, give me a chance. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I have to do my job. And right. so it's not about me being black and helping you off the hook. I have a job to do. Yeah. I, wanna, I have a family to feed. Mm -hmm. right. And so, you know, there's that too. So as I was saying before, you know, Rebel is an anti-police. It shines the light on the whole thing, and I think in a very real way. And with, with Charles being black, not blue. I mean, you know, uh, that episode was written by Terry Cop. And we were in the room. I was in the room, you know, when it came about. And it's like, you know, as Dow said before, he is a good cop, and he is trying to do his job. But, you know, it's and, and he has been doing it for a long time. And so, like most, you know, black men in that job, it's like, okay, I have a family feed, I have a job, I have to uphold the job that I'm sworn in to do. Like, right. you're sworn in, you know, at this job. But at the same time, you know, some do, you know, go left. Some may, you know, turn a blind eye to it. And also, too, you know, there, uh, you know, there's quotas to make. You have to make, you know, mm -hmm. arrest. Mm -hmm. You know, it's what are you going to do? Business, like, I know yeah. someone who was fired as a cop because he, they, he was too nice. Mm. So, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's so, interesting. Well, I think, honestly, I think the show does such a great job um, depicting all sides um, because you see what cops are experiencing when something like this happens. You see what families are experiencing. You see someone who's in the police force like Rebel who has to kind of, I don't know, straddle the fence on, on with both the police community and just being a citizen and her brother is, you know, has been killed. So I, I think it's a, it's a great, great story that, um, you know, has has done a great job with yeah. kind of depicting all sides. And um, it's just, it's been a pleasure to be. Yeah, thank you. Guys. I have a question before we yeah. go. Okay. Uh, oh, I love this. So at what point now, because we're four episodes in, it seems like you guys have genuinely been uh, uh, interested. Yes. So did it. Did it kick in after the pilot, or did it? And let's be honest, right. for the whole world to see. <laughs> did it kick in after the pilot, or did the pilot pique the interest? And then you were like, "Let me give it a chance with another episode." Or were you hooked from the pilot? Like, because it seems like you're you're getting more. Each each of you are starting to lean in a little bit more, but for each one of you, yeah. when was it where you're like, "Hmm, this is." Um, okay. Uh, I kind of, I look at shows kind of from a different lens because I'm, I am an actor. So mm -hmm. I, I look at it from the actor's perspective and then I look at it from the storyline. Mm -hmm. And as an actor, I appreciated that, uh, this was a show that showcased a black female lead. So that immediately, uh, kind of called my interest. Um, and I also liked how different the story was because there's really not anything on television like that right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, there actually isn't anything like mm -hmm. Rebel on TV right now. And um, what I also liked about it was that it, it's depicting things that are relatable and that's happening right now. So um, with all those things and then with the storyline itself, I wanted to see how Rebel was going to, um, to solve uh, her brother's case and um, I wanted to also see like how she was going to straddle the fence between being a cop and being a citizen and how that works and then seeing the inside in the police community and, and that kind of thing. So I think the pilot kind of drew me in from the beginning. And, mm -hmm. and we've said on the show, like BET um, has done an amazing job, mm -hmm. you know, with, with getting great projects, um, you know, on their network. So I'm just, I'm proud to do the after shows. It's been an amazing experience between this and the quad and which is also a very great written series as well. 
well. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it drew me in from the beginning. And, from the pilot, interesting. Yeah, from the pilot. And congrats to you. I think it's Thank it's you. an amazing project, and and I hope that you know. <laughs> There's many more to come. You have a very good reason to go to Miami. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you. Um, I mean, I really I drew. <laughs> <laughs> Still sexy. Still sexy. Um, it drew me in from the, the commercial for sure because I love um, the reason being is because you have when they portray black women in, in television or movies, it's usually like one. It feels one dimensional. Mm-hmm. And it's like why can't you? This is podcast or whatever why can't you kick ass and also be feminine and also have yeah and also have somebody want you and also have all this other things and it just feels like even in today's society they're just so used to either seeing black women twerking or being loud or you know then they're putting you in this position when you're in the industry Mm -hmm. so when you have somebody like rebel you see that you know she's not twerking she's she's educated she has a job and she still has this thing with tj and you know that's life her life is not necessarily you could apply that and put that on somebody who's not black the situation mm-hmm. that she's in. So I really love that drew me in from the commercial because it's just like, this is, this is you know, I see this in me. Because mm-hmm. when people see me, they already apply all these, this right. one thing. Right. So right. I really right. love the character that way. Well, it was mm-hmm. important for me to create that too because you're right, it's like we, we're either oversexed or we're so hard that we can't accept any type of love. Right. And I'm like, and I just got tired of seeing that. You know, and I'm like, you know what, I want to create somebody who, you know, is the 2.0 me who's badass who can go kick ass. But at the end of the day, she's woman with womanly needs, mm-hmm. and she's not afraid to say, you know what? Let's let's have sex tonight. Yeah, yeah. She she called it the magic stick in this episode, right? <laughs> she said the magic Angel stick didn't make me stay, honey. Okay. <laughs> Let's get it straight. Okay, D'Angelo. Uh, I would say I'm on the other side where I've, because a sh- what keeps me at a show is having emotions towards the characters. Mm-hmm. So the, what the pilot did for me was set up the aspect that there's this episode, the show's going to have integrity. It's, it's going to speak to some things that I've experienced as a black male. Mm-hmm. So that is what got me to come back the next episode. Mm-hmm. But then Very. I've become more and more invested because I have a mo- like I felt some type of way about Mac and Rebel having a dynamic. So I think it for me it was a little bit more it took a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. Um but it was some small things that I liked that kept, made me want to keep coming back. Well, I will say and thank you. I, I each one of those insights is 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 great cuz we're always like, you know, you know, we talk about now that we have a show, it's like, okay, well, I wonder how they feel about this or feel about Just that. bring us on the boat and we can discuss more, Absolutely. more things. Um, <laughs> so that's, uh, those are all great perspectives. Uh, and and I promise you this, it, it gets better it and does. better every week. It does. And yeah, I don't it does. mean, I don't mean, and I don't mean better like uh, quality or whatever. I mean like better like story-wise. Story. Yeah. yeah. It's going, you know, it's going to get a little dark. Um, BT's doing its thing. I'm yeah. really, really proud yeah. of the projects, the, yeah. the projects that they have put on. Excuse me. We have to wrap. Let's wrap. Um, I, I don't want to. There's so many things that I want to touch on, but um, we're running out of time. Thank but, you for uh, I know we didn't get a chance to touch on Hector and the um, the drugs. Listen, we could be. Oh, I could yeah. be here for a whole nother. Yeah, the whole you know, scene. That was a whole. Scene. That was a yeah. whole yeah. thing in itself. Um, but yeah. go ahead, TK. I just want to shout out Black Jones. He's been following us from the quad to now, so Aww. he's in the live chat. Sorry, we couldn't shout get to your questions, but you know. Shout out uh, to Black Jones. Yeah. Oh, see, so you got three shout outs. So, no, so there yeah. you go. There you go. Right. I'm back for the for the season finale, Black Jones. There you go. Well, my name is Ava Hill. You can find me on Instagram at the Ava Hill or on Facebook at Ava Hill. I don't have a Twitter or a Snapchat. I'm not with it. I'm sorry. But thank you so much for tuning into this show. We really appreciate your views. And before I get to my co-host, I want to thank um, yes, Dallas yes, Jackson yes, and Amani yes. Walker for coming tonight. Thank you, thank you so much. It was that. such a pleasure. I enjoyed nice. all of your answers. Have fun in Miami. I'm 
we're jealous. Thanks. And where can they to find you guys? Yes, oh, yeah. yes, I'm sorry. You can where can they find it, you guys? Um, I'm on Twitter. You know, I'm someone new to Twitter like you. You don't have. I don't have a Twitter, honey. I don't have a Twitter. Twitter honey. Honey. I know. I'm Amani Walker, OG. On OG. Twitter. Okay. Yes, but there were too many. I'm like, I don't know them. It's me. Yes. <laughs> original. The yeah, original. Uh, Amani Walker on Instagram, and I'm on Facebook, but that's private. So follow me on Twitter. <laughs> I'm on Twitter, DJ Classics with a Z at the end. No Instagram. Instagram, DJ oh, okay. Classics with a Z at the end. Uh, don't ask me about the Z's. And, uh, and Facebook, Man. Dallas Jackson. All right. And to yeah. my left. You guys can find me at TK Trinidad on everything. everything. At D'Angelo De- TV on Twitter and at D'Angelo on Instagram. D'Hanglo? No, D'Hanglo tonight? Maybe. We're no. thinking about it. Thinking All about right. It Thank you guys for tuning in. Bye. Thank Ciao. you. Peace after buzz. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.